I'm Peter Solomon. It's Lister Driven Jazz 88, and I'm joined today by Alonzo King. He's the artistic director of Alonzo King Lines Ballet, and he's performing at Northrop Auditorium, or rather, his group is performing a piece called Deep River. First of all, welcome, Alonzo. Thank you for joining me. Can you talk about the concept behind this piece, Deep River? Yes, thank you, Peter. It's, uh, I'm really glad to be here. Deep River is metaphysically, it's addressing the spine, no column, that all human beings have, and the mysteries of waves that run up and down that column in the Sushumna. And so that is the deepest part of our internal knowing, which is intuitive. Externally, the work is about overcoming pain and suffering and that there's always another focus and that focus is the light. It's also addressing the idea that when difficulty comes to us, it's not to destroy us, but it's to awaken what would have remained latent if we had no obstacle. And so what often seems to be painful or bitter in life is really something that's going to accelerate our evolution. It's the next step in our unfolding, each opponent. What was the catalyst for developing Deep River? I think a lot of it was watching the external world and seeing how we are insane. And it was during COVID where we were really fortunate to have created bubbles where we could continue to do work. Uh, the Mellon Foundation was incredibly supportive of us, as well as others, to find time during that difficult time to continue to do what we do, and that's to create works. And up until today, I mean, the, the planet is boiling, and the redress, the way to fix things is to first fix ourselves. When there's something that is heinous, when there's someone that you don't like, you have to say, do I have a trace of any of that inside of me? And that is my first job to eradicate it inside of me first. So there's one less scoundrel on planet Earth. We have to do our part by reforming ourselves. Every little negative thought, every time that you look at a human being as a nobody, all of those judgments, they add to the conflagration. And so part of the work of our self-reform is to extricate any kind of negativity that inhabits our brain and hearts. So the work draws on a lot of different musical sources. I know there's a musical contribution from pianist Jason Moran, and there's also some spirituals. Obviously, Deep River uh, is one. And can you talk about some of the musical tributaries that feed into the music that you're dancing to in Deep River? I wanna cross over in the campground. Ooh, oh, deep river, 
Well, there's the incredible singer Lisa Fisher, who is singing, and Jason Moran, who I've worked with for a, well, I've worked with both of them for a long time, and they're they're incredible artists, and so they bring a huge wealth of tapestry of of intimacy of texture from A to Z in the work. When you're a choreographer, you need you know, you need music. And our partnerings have been incredibly successful. And I think the audience is going to love the music that they created. In terms of the, what used to be called Negro spirituals, those are also metaphysical truths hidden in sound. Not only were they directions and messages about where to meet and about points geographically to travel to. But just for example, the the Negro spiritual call, I hear music over my head. It's really talking about the own sound. It's talking about, you know, when it says there must be a God somewhere. It's again, it's back to that spinal column that I was addressing earlier, that those songs are tuning forks for um, evolution. And so we definitely pulled on those. There's also uh, the Kaddish. Um, there's also many songs that are the spiritual anchors of different religions. I also heard in the um, yeah, video excerpt that was available on the website, um, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Is there um, an element of hope in this piece? Oh, absolutely. That's what it's all about. <laughs> we don't want to replicate what's already happening on the planet. No, it's all about light and hope. That's That's really what the ballet is about. For someone who's never seen a ballet and, you know, they're confronted with basically an abstract expression when you have a concert of choreography, what do you hope will engage with them? What, How do they open themselves up to what the ballet has to offer? Well, you know, anything that's being offered, there's several doorways to enter it. But my advice is always to trust your gut. Go with your intuition. Let go of what, this This sounds odd, but it's important to let go of what we call intelligence. The intelligence of the brain, the intelligence, the 12-inch the ruler intelligence of the brain because it has its limitations and go to the more profound, uncircumferenced heart. In the same way that we meet human beings, what do we do? We may be distracted by a face, whether we think it's pretty or unpretty, but we wanna go deeper than that and feel who is this person in front of me and what is their essence? Is the smile sincere and can I have trust here? It's the same way you look at artworks. You feel them. You experience them. A docent is really, a docent can give you external information, but the experience of the art has to come from your own inner knowing. It's in the same way that we are, we are so scrutinizing when it comes to human beings. You know, we're, we're asking all the time, is there sincerity in this person? Can I trust them? What are What is the message and feeling that I'm getting? 
And that's the same way that art should be approached. Feel and experience it. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you, Mr. King, that you would want to uh, say? No, except that we have been so often um, to Minneapolis and it's a warm and, and beckoned dance environment and we always love returning. It sounds like an exciting performance. I'm really appreciative of you taking the time to speak with me this morning. Uh, so uh, I thank you very much. Thank you.